You probably clicked on this wondering, what in the world is the secret to success in business? Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you in one word, it's service. If you want to excel in your work, serve others. Serve your boss. Serve your team members. Serve your clients. Serve your vendors. Serve them well, and success will simply follow. You're listening to Work and Play with Nancy Ray, Episode 9. Much of our daily lives can be divided into two categories, work and play. Simply put, that is where our life and our legacy take place. This is a podcast all about learning to work and play well, which leads to a healthy soul and a fulfilling life. Let's dive in. Well, before I say anything else in this podcast episode, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you if you have left a review on iTunes. I have been blown away. For the last three weeks, we have been on the front page of the Business New and Notable in iTunes podcasts, and apparently that's kind of a big deal, and I didn't even really realize it, and I have been so grateful Really, I've been amazed at every single review that I have read. You guys are so generous, and if you haven't left a review yet, if this has meant something to you in some way, I would really appreciate it if you did leave a review. Man, it's been such a journey launching this podcast, and apparently it's just struck a chord um, in some way, and I'm really grateful to hear that. It's been on my heart to do this for so long, and just hearing your feedback lets me know, hey, you're on the right track. So I'm really, really grateful um, and kind of geeking out a little bit about the fact that I've been on the new and noteworthy. I think I said new and notable, new and noteworthy. Anyway, this is this is just me being a newbie at being a podcaster. So <laughs> thanks for following along. I'm, I'm really, really grateful. Okay, let's jump back into the topic of service in your work and your business and how that can make all the difference. So now that you already know the secret to success in business, which is serving others well, let's break it down. I'm going to share five ways that you can serve others well and really stand out in your work. But before we do that, I want you to stop and think of a business that serves well, like really well, that's left an impression on you. How do they make you feel? What are the things that they do or that they have done for you to really make you feel loved and cared for? For me, the business that always comes to mind is a local restaurant. It's called the Angus Barn. And if you're not from the Raleigh area, you probably haven't heard of the Angus Barn. I don't know. Maybe you have. But around here, it's kind of legendary. So it's this big steakhouse. It's been here for over 50 years. It's a family-owned business. It's massive, too. It's this giant red barn with twinkly lights all in the trees and all around it. And at Christmas, it's just incredible. They go all out for their Christmas decorations. Um, There's history woven all throughout the property. And my husband loves their steaks. I mean, they're known for their steaks. It is a steakhouse. Um, But I actually love their atmosphere, their cheese and crackers, which are phenomenal, and how special I feel every time I go there. So every time I open their menu, this is what it says at the very top. We are so grateful that you have chosen the Angus Barn for your dining experience. 
You are the most important person in the world. And that phrase is all caps, the most important person in the world while dining with us. As our guest, please note, if you would like something that is not on our menu, just ask your server. And if it is possible, we will prepare it for you. If we do not have the items in our kitchen, feel free to give us 24-hour notice before your next visit, and we will be happy to fulfill your culinary requests. Now, I just want to ask you, how would that make you feel when you opened their menu and started to look at what you wanted to eat that night? Wouldn't that just make you feel so special? It is so rare that a restaurant would say that these days. I feel like most restaurants are like, okay, this is our limited menu. This is what we've got to offer. So be it, you know, and the Angus Barn is doing something totally different. And it starts out with the phrase, all caps, you are the most important person in the world. And they make you feel that way. So from the moment you arrive, the hostess at the front, all the way to the server, taking care of you, any staff that you come in contact with, they just make you feel so special. And oftentimes the owner, her name is Van, and she's actually a friend. We grew up as neighbors, which is so cool. Um, But most of the time I see her wandering the restaurant, talking with people, meeting them, and making sure they feel loved and cared for. It's just such a personal experience. Their mission statement is we make memories by recognizing and appreciating that each guest is the most important person in the world while at the Angus Barn. And the entire staff treats you that way. So whenever I have faced a difficult customer or client in my photography business through the years, or I'm not sure how to handle an issue or a situation, I always think of the Angus Barn, which is kind of funny. But I always think, what would what would they do? How would the staff treat me? If they messed up an order by accident and I told them, they I know that what their response would be. They would say, I am so sorry. Please let me let me go fix that for you and let me bring you out a free dessert as well. I mean, they literally, that's just how they are. They go above and beyond for everything, making you feel so special. And so I always think about that whenever I'm dealing with a difficult client or even just showing up to do a job, I think, how can I make this person feel so special? And that's the reason that the Angus Barn has had so much success through the years is because they have focused on serving so well. They serve and they have been very successful, but they serve you to the point that you're like, this is almost undeserving. And here's another interesting thing. It's funny for us when we're paying for a nice steak dinner we're going to get dressed up. We're going to put on a dress. He's going to get a jacket. You know, we're, we're going to feel um, a little bit dressier than normal because it's an expensive meal and you just feel fancier. But here's what's so funny to me is we always walk in and inevitably, most people are dressed up, but inevitably somebody's going to be there. Some dude or some teenager is going to be there in shorts and like flip-flops, maybe a t-shirt literally dining at this nice steakhouse. And every time it kind of blows us away because we're like, why would you come? Like, why would you come here dressed like this? This It's like a nice place. But here's the thing. Here's why people do that. They know they're going to get treated the same way. There's no dress code. There's no, you have to look or act a certain way to come. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. You are the most important person in the world at their restaurant. So you're going to walk in and you're going to see 
all kinds of different attire, all kinds of different people, young people, old people. I mean, this is a nice steakhouse. They have a whole section devoted to little kids. And a lot of steakhouses wouldn't do that, but they have like a treasure box that you can go get. They have high chairs available for you. I mean, they literally make you feel so important. It doesn't matter who you are or why you're there. And it's packed on every single night of the week. So if I haven't sold you already, when you come to the Raleigh area, you should come try the Angus Barn. If for nothing else, I think the cheese and crackers are phenomenal. Um, but it's because they serve. And it's left an impression on me. And we we go there almost, We I know we go there every year at least once. But for our special occasions, that's always one of the top choices that we choose because they just make you feel so special, whether it's for a birthday, an anniversary, or if you just go there for dinner one night. They make you feel so special. So think about businesses like that that have left an impression on you and think about their success. There is a direct correlation. So let's talk about five ways that you can serve those around you in your work. Number one, understand who you are serving. Now, this is really important because this is a mistake I've made in my business. I think, okay, I've got the answers. This is what I'm going to do. This is what they want. And I'm just going to spill it out on them, or I'm just going to provide this thing. And this is going to be exactly what they need. But I just do that without ever asking questions. But it's really important to understand their needs, who they are, what their pain points are, what just learn about their needs and their problems so that you can actually meet their needs. An example for me is when I was starting out my photography business, I would have consultations and we still have consultations with a new bride who's interested in booking us for our photography services. And we sit down and we show them our albums and we talk to them about our wedding day. And early on in my business, I ran the show. It was like, come on in. Let me tell you all about me. Let me tell you about my history. I went to this college. I went to this. These are our albums. This is how I do a wedding day. And do you have any questions? I mean, it literally was like the Nancy Ray show. And what I have learned through 11 years of business, the more effective consultations are the ones where I don't talk as much. I ask questions And I ask pointed questions. I ask them about them. I get to know them. Tell me your story. Tell me about you as a couple. I would love to hear about that. Okay, what's the most important thing about your wedding? Tell me a little bit about that. What's the most important thing about your wedding photography? Oh, awesome. This is is our approach. I think that really works with you. Tell me about your needs. Like, What kind of products do you want? What's most important to you? And I just listened. And then based on what they wanted or needed or what they were interested in, I I could say, okay, this is the person I think would be the best fit for you, or this is the product that I think would really work well with you, or this this collection works the best, I think, for your wedding day. Take it, look over it, and we'll chat about it soon. Understand their needs and ask questions before talking or serving too much. That's the, the first way you can serve is actually to learn how to best serve them. Number two is systematize your service. This might seem a little bit impersonal to you, but it's not. When you systematize your service, you can actually serve more faithfully and more consistently. Now, on the flip side of thinking about a a business that serves you really well, think about businesses that are notorious for really bad service. Like, what do you kind of hate about them? Or what is it that really bothers you about them? 
And I think for me, it's when I'm not treated like a person, like I want to be treated like a human being, right? Instead of waiting for two hours on the phone just to get the same answer over and over and be redirected towards policy. Like, no, I'm I'm a person. Like, this, this is what I, I need from you. But think about, it's not just that. It's the fact that it's inconsistency, right? There's inconsistency between what they promise and what they deliver. And I might talk to one person and then I might talk to a totally different person and it might be a totally different experience. So systematizing your service is actually a way to serve and love your clients even better. Coming up with a solid workflow, a plan responding to everyone consistently in a timely way. I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but systematizing your service is a way to serve your clients. Number three is communicate frequently and quickly. Call them back that same day, if not within the hour. Or even better, pick up the phone when they call. Answer emails quickly. Get a system in place to where you can get your email inbox down to 10 to 15 unanswered emails a day if that's possible. Get it down to zero if you can. Stay on top of communication. Turn around their product or service in a timely manner. Listen, I know this sounds basic. As I'm saying it out loud, it sounds like, duh, like, of course. But I will tell you what, after being in this industry for so many years, I have heard time and time again, the most frustrating thing that people deal with, with their photographer or with whatever fill in the blank business is that they just don't respond quickly. They're not getting their images back fast enough. They're not they, they can't communicate well with them for whatever reason. And this is a simple thing that you think, oh yeah, sure, I can do that. But even as I'm saying it out loud, I'm thinking of ways that I can still improve on this. And if you make up your mind to be a good communicator who communicates frequently and quickly, you will immediately stand out head and shoulders above the rest around you. Number four, address unhappy clients immediately. Do not put it off. This is something that I've learned time and time again. You are going to get unhappy clients. That is part of being in business. It's part of your work, right? But fix it. Put everything else on hold and fix it as soon as you can. Do not wait. Don't hesitate. And here's why. It's really good for them to see that you care, but more so it's good for you because When I have an unhappy client, it lingers in my mind. It's like heavy on my shoulders. I can't think of anything else until that thing is addressed. And so I stop everything and I I address it and I try to fix it as quickly as possible just so that I know I've done everything I could to fix a problem and I can actually go about the rest of my work day. Because if I try to put it off for a day or two, goodness, I'm not as effective. I'm just not. Now, Don't hear this and say, hey, respond quickly and respond in anger. I'm not talking about that. If you need a minute, if you're mad about it, take a minute. Do not respond in anger. But I am saying don't put it off. Don't procrastinate in dealing with this difficult client or vendor. Number five is serve them with your body language. Serve them with your tone of voice, your facial expressions. Look them in the eye. If you're tired, don't show it. If you're annoyed, put on a happy face or your poker face, right? Like don't let them know that you're annoyed just by the look on your face. 
Because here's the thing, you don't know their story. You don't know what they're facing. If they're upset or difficult to deal with, you don't know why. And it's not your job to be concerned about that or to know that, but it is your job to show up and serve them. We had a crew come out recently and do a project on our house, and they did an awesome job. I mean, they, they showed up on time. They they left with, like, everything was cleaned up behind them. They did just a stellar job. Um, and the guy who was kind of leading the crew, he was super nice, but he I don't think he smiled, like, the whole time. And so he just was like, okay, very matter of fact, yes, let's get to business. Sounds good. All right. And then he just left, you know. And I get it. I mean, it's fine. He's a construction crew. Like, I will still give them a good review. Like, it was great. But I will say there is, like, a warmth that I was kind of missing, if that makes sense. Like, if he just softened his tone, slowed down a little bit with me, looked me in the eye, and I didn't feel, it's just the tone of voice, right? Like, he did everything he was supposed to do, but it just made me feel a little bit rushed or like, hey, am I am I inconveniencing you or holding you up? And it's all about your body language, and that goes so far. So those are the five ways that you can serve in your business or in your work so that success will follow. And I'm, I'm, I know I've talked a lot about serving your clients or serving your customers. This goes for everybody that you interact with. So this goes for serving your business partner, if you have one, serving your team members, our teammates, um, serving your clients, your customers, serving your vendors um, that work with you, just serving everybody. And in our team, servanthood is a core value. Everything that we do, whether we can help each other and serve each other or serve our clients, we just want to serve. And at the end of every wedding day, I make an effort to go up to the parents of the bride and say, thank you so much for the opportunity to serve you and your family today. It has been such an honor and such a joy to work with you. And I hope you you go rest and relax now, but I just wanted to thank you for um, having me today. It's meant a lot. And that goes, I think it goes a long way to hear that, that I have, it's been a joy for me to serve. I'm not just showing up to serve. It's been a joy for me to serve. So that's it. That is the secret to success in business. And if you put into practice these five things that we've talked about today, it's inevitable. Success will follow you in your work. Thanks for listening to episode nine of Work and Play with Nancy Ray. I'd love to close this episode with a quote from Jim Rohn. If you make a sale, you can make a living. If you make an investment of time and good service, you can make a fortune. Everything I've mentioned today can be found in the show notes at nancyray.com slash podcast slash nine. And you can find me at nancyray.com or follow me at nancyray on Instagram or Facebook almost daily. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.